It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. And this week, I've got three guests, two stalwarts, old people, and a very young person making his debut. Debut, Ollie Black. Welcome to the Man City Show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Uh, uh, yeah. First game that you saw as a City fan, Ollie, was sort of approximately when? First game was when I was about five and a half I actually can't remember who we played, but I know that it was a nil-nil draw, and it was probably one of the worst games I've ever been to. But you're still a blue despite that? Still a blue, very much so. Going strong even after this weekend. Well, we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Uh, uh, So joining you is uh, Stuart Brockin. Hello. Looking deeply depressed. I am. And even more depressed, Stephen Allwise. Hello. You stick... Start us off, Stephen, please. Uh... I thought potentially I could be presenting the show tonight if results had gone with us, with us being top of the league. As it is, we are fourth and dropping like a stone. Yeah, not, not the ideal weekend for us with our result and, and everyone else. Um, Leicester, I think this is probably the first weekend now where people have them as favourites for the title. There was always that worry or the the question from from outside Leicester of when they came up against City and when they came up against Arsenal, could they still perform at the same level? Well, they've responded fairly clearly, haven't they? They were far the better team against us, thoroughly deserved the win, very, very impressive. And they're now favourites? Oh, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's been a you know an up-and-down, topsy-turvy, ridiculous season. Anything can happen. We've got 13 games left. We could end up top, we could end up sixth. So, Ollie, you were at the game, obviously, uh, regular at the Etihad. In your view, what went wrong? Was it that Leicester were brilliant or were we just crap or combination of the two? What's your assessment? So, I think, to be honest, a combination of the two in some sense. I think Leicester were very, very good. In most of our positions, they were a lot stronger than us. Even players that aren't the greatest of players shone out against some of ours. 
certain individuals didn't turn up. Yaya, obviously, as we know, didn't turn up. Sterling, for me, was actually the most frustrating because he just couldn't get in the game. Um, and yeah, Leicester are a very strong side. They've shown that even the end of last season. We know, we know they're a good team. Um, but as Stuart said, anything can happen. So we'll see. So in terms of Leicester, can we just... Yeah. Because we keep saying week on week, and you yourself say, oh, they'll get a few injuries, the bubble will burst, they'll end up sixth, whatever it is. Yeah, I, th- I think the most impressive thing from their point of view was actually the way they approached the game. Because I thought back at when we drew nil-nil at their place, they were actually quite negative. They had Vardy on his own up front and in a sense played for the draw and got it. But we're so vulnerable at the back and they went for it. They they attacked us. They pressed high, put us onto the back foot. And Mares, I, I don't even think he was outstanding. I don't think Vardy was outstanding. But they just looked a better team all round. They looked solid at the back. They looked energetic in midfield. They created chances and they took them. And for them to play with confidence, to come to our ground full of self-belief, it just shows you what momentum and confidence can do to a side. And we've seen this before, Stuart, I mean, where t- teams just kind of want it more. We, d- we just, yeah. we lack that pace, we lack the aggression, we, d- we didn't seem to be up for it. Like They were absolutely I, up for it, big time. I agree. I, I just think teams now have twigged that we are very, very vulnerable to pace, to being hit on the break. Um, nobody fears us anymore. Um, in attack, we were fiddling around. We didn't look inventive enough. We didn't look quick enough. At the back, it's just a disaster area. There's nobody marshalling that, that back four. The, the full-backs are, are past it, I think. Now I know we've only lost one game in nine, I think it is, and we're now, you know, it's all doom and gloom. But, you know, we expect high standards from our team, and, and we normally get high standards, but we haven't. We've been 10 or 15% off for the whole season, I think. I can't remember a 90-minute performance, maybe Chelsea at home, maybe the first half against Tottenham, maybe severe, severe away. That's about it for the season. And, and in that game on Saturday, we were more than 15% off. We were 25. But Stuart said that, that no one fears us, and I think that's absolutely right. This isn't a hark back to wanting Mancini, absolutely not. But in his, when we won the title for the first time... I think we won 18 of 19 home games and drew the other one. And teams came to the Etihad expecting to get beat and we would routinely put three, four, five past them. We don't look like doing that. We don't look anywhere near that cohesive anymore. And Leicester, they're not the first side to come to to our ground and, and outplay us. They, they were brilliant, but equally we were very, very poor again. Ollie, who, who do you want to who do you want to pick up then? Because let's try and just sort of dissect this a little bit. Because you know we all know we all saw the game and, and we saw how they were up for it. They just had better pace than us. Vardy and Mares up front just looked fantastic and just had us beaten every time. And we, they just I think we were lucky only to concede three in the end as it was. Um, who do you want to sort of pick out in, individually from the City point of view? We, we seem to have a go at Yaya every week on this show, and he was taken off early in the second half. It, Anybody else particularly who you, you were concerned about and, and the reasons for that? I think, to be honest, as Stuart said, the back four was a bit of a disgrace on the weekend. And I think maybe let's start by looking at the back four as a four. The question that sort of springs to mind to me is how many of those back four are going to be starting next year when Pep comes? I'm not too sure how many I of them think are. think any will. But well, I, that's what I think as I well. I thought it was strange to leave out Sanya, who's been our best defender this yeah. season. And why did he do that? Just help it from your perspective. Why do you think he did? What was the... Presumably I heard any... rotation, because he's now got two 
good right backs. So let, let's not pretend that Zabaleta is a poor replacement. Yeah. Zabaleta, we know how good he is. But Sanya is the man in form. He's quick. Him and Clichy are our two quickest defenders. And against a side whose game is based around pace and the speed with which they break yeah. on the counter-attack, the back four on Saturday it was slow. Kolarov is slow. Zabaleta's slow. Demichelis is slow. barely even slow. And Otamendi just spends his life on the ground. Yeah. It was. I'd have played Clichy and I'd have played Sanya. Not that Zabaleta's poor, but against the team who were top of the table, I'd have picked our best defender. Call me radical. Stuart, you're, I'm worried about you. I'm worried to, about I, me I, as well. You, 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 I said you were depressed before we started, and you, you, you look got, even worse. I've, be, I've become even more depressed. I can see that. It's terrible. I, I, couldn't, I can't really work out Leicester. They've got two fantastic scorers, right? In Mares and Vardy, they they go on attack like like the schoolboy team. You know, they all run like lunatics from their halfway line or from their defensive positions, and it works. But it's never been done before. I don't think has any other team played like Leicester and got got away with it. I don't think so. But they are so much more than the sum of their yeah, parts. Yeah, I, I understand and We are that. so yeah, much the yeah. other way. It's confidence, isn't it, with us yeah. and with them? But I think it's also tangible the team spirit that, that they play yeah. with. It, yeah, it's. it's Coming to cricket now, every time someone bowls a ball and he, you know someone pats his glove and pats him on the back and they punch gloves every bloody yeah. time they. they Do you think there's a lack of leadership on the field in, the, in well, terms of our captain? I mean, there could, there could well be, but I'm not sure if 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 it's all about one person and yeah. one captain. What I was coming on to say was, if it's absolutely tangible that those Leicester players, every time someone defended a ball or or, or you know got in the way and and sort of gave a corner away or, or got a great challenge in, or they were tapping each other and patting yeah. each other. Well, that's how we used to play. Well, exactly. Not that long ago. So where's it all gone wrong? Don't know. It's the dead man walking scenario. Well, I, 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 was, I didn't want to ask that question, you know. I really I didn't think want it to is. Ask, And Stephen's shaking his head. I, I don't want to start I was, saying... I was just wanting to briefly pick up on the team spirit. Yeah, please. Because I don't want to go down we, the route of, you know, no, we, Pep's coming and I've mentioned it now, but it's, it's nothing we, to do with that. We're not going to focus hugely on Sunderland, I wouldn't have thought. But we did win. We didn't play very well. Sunderland, I thought, that was probably the best they've played all season. But having taken the lead, I actually thought we showed... Good team spirit. Yeah. We defended fairly we did, we well. Did, yeah. They all dug in and, and were quite resilient. The issue we had at the weekend, and it's something that we've all said before and, and it is worrying now, is how easily we fold when we go a goal down. Mm. That it's happened this season against Leicester and Spurs and Liverpool. It's happened last season, United and Middlesbrough, CSKA, Moscow. It when we don't just not play well, it's just chaos. And, and we fall apart, and it, it's but quite if, scary how easily sides score three or four against us. But if, if you add to that, Stephen, the slowness in which we start games as well, I mean, you can, you, the, the concentration at the bloody the corner was, was just outrageous. I mean, it was. Well, uh, it wasn't a good ball in, it, it landed. Was, it, exactly. was poor. It, was, it was on the floor. Correct. It, it was awful defending. Stuart, I don't want to use the word blame. Who, who, who are you concerned about the, at the moment, particularly? So just well, I think going I'm back to about... City, just leaving Leicester to one side, who clearly played brilliantly, and the, yeah. the some of their parts and all that stuff. Exactly. And they cost four pounds, three shillings, and sixpence, and we know all of that stuff. Yeah, but they were outstanding in, in most departments. Let's well, I think we made them. City. I think our, our our slowness and our lack of um, fluidity and whatever else in attack and our hesitation in defence made them look a much better team than they are. They are a good team. But they, they shouldn't be beating us 3-1 at home. Uh, I just think the whole team is, is wrong somewhere. 
And I don't know why. We haven't talked about the midfield very much because you know no. in, in the past we you know we talked about the Norwich game, the Norwich <laughs> Cup game, where we had the fant- you know we, we brought in pretty much the same team, others pretty much the same midfield. I think we played against Leicester pretty well, much. It, we had Delph and the one thing I could not work out uh, beyond Sanya, beyond the lack of Sanya, the lack of Clichy, was Delph on the left wing. Yeah, that he's he's done it before. I think it was Arsenal away from home. It was crying out for Delph and Fernandinho next to each other to give us the energy that could match Leicester. Because Kante is a good player. Drinkwater, I think, is probably fairly limited. But they run around and they give the team mm-hmm. a bit of bite. And we have that in Delph. And I think Delph's been hugely impressive this season. I didn't expect him to be anywhere near as good as he has been. But he was shifted out to the left so that you could accommodate Yaya as part of a midfield too. Now, Pellegrini seems to be the only person who thinks that works. It does not work. Yaya doesn't trap back. And Fernandinho is then left with so much ground to cover that he had the option of pushing Yaya forward, let him loose, let him go and attack and have Delph in there. And I think that was, whether it was a lack of respect for for Leicester and he thought, well, well, we're going to boss the game, we're going to control possession, therefore Yaya can cope. It just didn't work, but he didn't change it until 50 minutes and the game was over. But when, when you've got Silver and Sterling and Aguero ahead of those three, you expect so at least one of them to come off. But you were saying before, Ollie, that you know, Sterling's frustrating you and Silver clearly is not yet fit either, I don't think, is he? No, I think I completely agree with that. I mean, I was there on Saturday and Silver, Silver obviously came off as an injury. There's something wrong there. Um, he didn't do much during the game. But yeah, as you say, Sterling for me is very frustrating. Um, he just didn't seem to get in the game uh, and then there's Mares. I know you talked about it before Mares, who cost 400 grand and Sterling who cost 50 million and Mares made the biggest impact of the game got a goal got an assist I mean you know we need to sort of start considering options and um, yeah there's, there's an issue Is the quadruple still on? I mean the last few weeks we've been talking about that is that a realistic uh, I mean, goal? I'm an, I'm an optimist I'll say that yes the quadruple is still on I mean, I don't know if that's wishful thinking or I actually think we can do it, but yeah, I mean, it's still on. We're still, think, in, we're still in four still competitions. In, I think we should concentrate on the Capital One Cup. We only need to win one more game this season. We've got a trophy, and that's it. That's so all we'll get, probably. Is that, that's not great ambition. I think that no, I but think, I'm saying you are, you are depressed. T- the way they're playing. You're depressed, Stuart. The way they're playing at the moment, as Sterling is, is completely, uh, I, I hesitate to use the phrase, chicken-hearted. When he goes for a one-on-one ball, he never wins it. He never even tries to win it. Um, he is more than frustrating, I think. But De Bruyne is injured. Torre is not, doesn't, you said he doesn't trap back. He doesn't trap forward now. He doesn't do anything. He's just a, a peripheral figure who wanders around in the midfield and does nothing. In some form of advisory capacity. Yeah, say. maybe. Maybe he's there to boost morale. <laughs> Sterling at Liverpool... He's an ambassador for the what, club, possibly. What, what made him great was he was young and fearless and he just yeah. ran at defenders and he committed them. Yeah. And it's hard to know without being involved whether that's Pellegrini telling him it's more important to keep the ball and therefore don't try so much or whether it's just he's not confident in himself at the minute and he feels he needs to prove himself. But he's lost that. His best game of the season and Navas as well, I think, was Sevilla way where we played, in a sense, on the counter-attack and just had him, Sterling and Navas on the wings bombing forward and they had the licence to go and play. But Sterling, he just seems to be in his shell at the moment. If I heard Stuart rightly... 
he said that we should focus on the Capital One Cup. We've got the Champions League, we've got the Premier League, we've got the FA Cup, and he's telling us to focus. And I'm not sure if that, you know, he's impaling himself on the bread knife as we speak because he's so depressed. Is, is that right, Stephen? Should we be focusing on the Capital One Cup, the mighty Man City? Well, you'd say one game to win the Capital One Cup is far easier than however many <laughs> remain in the Premier League or, or Champions League. We've got a week before the Liverpool game. I think they'll be ready and concentrated. But you can easily see a situation in which we lose to Spurs next week, then we lose to Chelsea, then we lose to Dynamo Kiev, and then we lose to Liverpool in the capital. And everything's just unravelled. But equally, we know that we can actually turn up on the day and and do something and, and show what we can produce. So Ollie, who is this young optimist who says, yeah, of course, and, and I love him for that, and quite right, of course. You know, we, we are, to be fair, Stretford, you know, aren't going to win anything. We know that. At least, you know, we, we are up for four trophies. Uh, realistically, what, what do you think? Realistically, what, what... we're not going to win the Champions League. That's a very easy one to write off. Capital One Cup was one game. Liverpool were far better than us earlier in this season. Again, we collapsed very easily. But, We've got a decent record at Wembley, Wigan accepted. Um, that's one game, I, who knows. But the FA Cup, Chelsea away with Dynamo a couple of days later isn't easy. I think, I'm not going to say prioritise the Capital One Cup, but when it's one game it left bit, to win it, it I, a, I, I know. I'm, I think I'm, there is certain logic in I'm that. Lo- I'm looking at the bread yeah, knife there in is, hand, There is some logic about. in what I said, but... It was a jokey remark. I mean, obviously, as, as we've said, we can win anything. We can win every game from now till the end of the season. We won't. The Champions League, I think, is, is not feasible. Uh, and he said he's going to play a, a weakened team against Chelsea in the FA Cup. So that may not be in our reach either. So but In many ways, the Champions League, that's the one the owners... Of course, not, yeah. We're not going to win it, but they'd probably want to see progression. Well, exactly, and we've yeah. played Barcelona at this stage the last two years. But I think we've made progression in the, in the Champions League. We've, we've, we've signed Guardiola. No, I'm not talking about this season or last season or any other season. He will make sure that we get into the later stages of that competition. There's no question. That's why. That's the number one reason he's been bought. Or brought in, or will be brought in. Also, the Premier League. And they collapsed at the weekend, by the way. They drew nil-nil with Bayer Leverkusen, which was a shocking result for them. Pep out. Absolutely. Well, he's going, isn't he? Yeah. The fans have got what they want. Sack him. Yes. You want to say something, I do think there is an argument to say that it's amazing how moods can change. We're sitting here a couple of days after the Leicester game. We've lost 3-1. They dominated us. We weren't as good as we should have been. Who knows? We might go to White Hart Lane on Sunday. We'll get a result. We'll get we're three at home. points. We're at home. Sorry, we're, we're at home. Uh, we'll go to, go to the Etihad. Win. See Arsenal drop point, see, see Leicester drop points against Arsenal. And there's a completely different mood. I think we, that's absolutely right. If we'd have beaten Leicester, the whole argument would have been Leicester's bubble has burst yeah, and they're yeah. going to drop down. We're now coming strong at the, the right time in the season. At the same time, I think wins over Sunderland have papered the crack, papered over yeah, the cracks. Yeah. We've not we've not won consecutive Premier League games for four months, but which to, is absolutely <coughs> pathetic for is, our squad. And turn it on its head, Stephen, for a second. You know, if we then lose against Spurs at the Etihad uh, on 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 Valentine's Day, then <laughs> you could argue that's our season. Certainly, that from a Premier League point of view, yeah, that's it. That's be, it's yeah. over. It's yeah. gone. It's finished. Well, I wouldn't say it's finished, but, but in terms of points still to be won. But yes, more or less, I would say. Spurs are playing better than Leicester at the moment, I think. They will, they will give us a very, very hard game. And if we don't turn up, we won't win and we'll lose. 
So what's the manager's options then between now and the end of the season? We saw a young, youthful man with a bit of a silly haircut come on, didn't he? And uh, was that yeah, his Premier League stupid debut? Stupid haircut. Yeah, I think <laughs> not, not one of the greatest haircuts we've seen. We've done haircuts before on this show. We don't think we've got time tonight to talk about haircuts. But Pellegrini keeps going on about the injuries in the squad, which is valid to a degree. But and he played Sanya at centre back in in the cup against Villa. There's an option to do that again because yeah. he, he's quicker than Otamendi and Demichelis, both of whom had poor games but have been okay. Um, I think Fernando probably has to come in. I'm not his biggest fan, but if you had Fernando, Fernandinho, and Delph as a midfield three, I think would be a lot harder to beat and a lot more energetic in there. If Silva misses the Spurs game that's a huge loss because you've got no Silva no De Bruyne no Nasri no Navas yeah. very little creativity yeah. there aren't a huge amount of options but Cellina came on for his debut put a good ball into the box and we scored I think Pellegrini probably has to show a bit more faith in some of these kids Barker is back Brendan Barker yeah okay. had a good performance for the EDS in yeah. midweek yeah and they're playing on Thursday night um, against United and it's on BT Sport but you'd hope that someone like Yaya, he's been dreadful recently, but he should look and think there are none of the other creative players available. He needs to step up now. Company is injured, so Yaya's captain. He shouldn't be captain, obviously, but he is. You'd think someone with his experience, he's won everything, should know now is the time he actually has to produce a proper performance. Do you think Pellegrini ever talks to Toro and says, this is what you need to do today? I'm not sure he I don't does. think he talks to him. I, I no, I mean, does he tell him what, what role he's got to play? Or does he just let him go and say, off you go? Well, I'm right. not sure why he's picking him, actually. Well, exactly, yeah. Be my view. What I'm, are, I'm, I'm what are, is, even pick what him. are his instructions when he goes out into the field? Will he pick him against Spurs? I think, I think I, he, first, I, he may have to. Because he started doing what we haven't seen for a long time, which is take Yaya off. Yeah. The only time Yaya used to get replaced was when we've comfortably won sure. the game and he and needed he took resting. Him off very, very early in the second half. Yeah, 50 well, minutes. It, it's, yeah. it's an early substitution in the second yeah, half. For him, for yeah, sure. very much so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Yaya should be on the pitch myself. But uh, it's no. a great yeah, servant that he's been and, you know, <laughs> totally. amazing. won everything with us and we loved him. But uh, sadly, I think uh, his days are numbered. And uh, yeah, So is it, is it time to sort of start? Using some of these youth players, then in, in summary, do you think is now the time to do it, or is that do we because the option we're running out of options with all the injuries we've got? I know we're a massive squad and we've spent lots of money, but we have had a huge amount of injuries. Well, Pellegrini said he's only got 14 fit players exactly at the moment. No, you can bring both full backs in again. Yeah. For Spurs. Can you get Denier back or not? Is that no, season not. long loan? Mm. But I think if you and there's arguably the option of Kolarov on the left wing mm. if you wanted just to make yourself hard to beat, it's not a particularly attacking option and therefore I don't think Pellegrini will take it but if you had a back four with Sanya and Clichy and then Delph Fernando Fernandinho and Aguero on his own with a potentially Kalecci there aren't actually we don't have attacking no, midfield options no, at the minute there's no leeway there's no manoeuvrability yeah. at all about the team so let's just go back to Sunderland quickly, if we can, just briefly. We won. Um, because we won. Yeah. Uh, 1-0 Aguero, I think. Yeah, we defended so. really well, like we said earlier. We were actually looking like a team, in, certainly in defence. And, uh, yeah, that was a good performance in a way, because Sunderland at home, you know, they're, they're trying their guts out to stay up, obviously, and they're not very good. But they, I think that was their best performance of the season. Then they went to Liverpool and got a, got a point there. So they're not as bad as Villa, for instance, but... You know, we we played 
with a bit of heart. Whereas I think against Leicester, we, we, the first minute we would one down or one minute, 36 seconds. That's a very, very difficult thing to, you know, to get back from, I think. All your plans go out of the window and I don't know. I don't know. Pellegrini's not very flexible, I'm afraid. Anyway, Sunderland, yeah, it was a good result. Okay. Not a great performance. Um, can we sort of look forward to next weekend then? Because I think uh, spookily... Look forward. Yeah, look forward. Yeah, come on. Let's, 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 we've got young Ollie here who's given us that... Yes. We're, we're optimistic gonna, Ollie. The optimistic Ollie as opposed yes. to the depressed Stuart. Okay, um, sorry. Let's take the Ollie, Ollie Black view of... It's, we, we're in all these four competitions. You know, we've got a fantastic score. We've got a great manager. And actually, we, you know, we win all our games, then we're sorted. But the top four spookily play each other, as, as we know, this weekend. Um, and things could change. So give us some predictions then. So we've got uh, City Spurs and uh, Arsenal Leicester. City Spurs, uh, as an optimist, optimistic Ollie, I'm going to go City 2, Spurs 1. And again, maybe wishful thinking, but I think Leicester and Arsenal would probably a draw. I'm going to stick to a 1-1 draw. I think they will drop points. But this is heart leading head, I think, isn't it, Ollie? I think so, I think so. But, but we'll see. No, I, I, I think it can happen. I think yeah. it can happen. Anything can change in a weekend, and I think there's no reason not to say. I'm right, not making, deep, deep, I'm too deep. depressed to make any <laughs> predictions. <laughs> I think the game will take place. That's, that's all I'm saying. Thank you, Stuart. That's helpful. You're welcome. That's all you anytime, always anytime. Your view on this anytime you need me, you're here. I'm available. And I, I, I now know why we've got you on the show. Thank you. The games will take it's place. It's my foresight. Amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> Bring some sanity back, please. A view from a blue. Leicester 2, Arsenal 2. Excellent. We could do with City that. City 1, Spurs 2. Ooh, oh, no. Lawrence. We've never forecast a defeat before. Okay. They're, they're playing well. They're like Leicester, full of confidence. They, they look fairly solid at the back. Good going forward. Uh, we, we're the opposite. And interesting, I think our next four games are in four different competitions, which is... Quite yeah. incredible, really. We're different continents, probably. It, it really is. So uh, let, let's take them one at a time. So we've done the, the Spurs game. We've got a bit of a mix. Stuart, the, dame, the game's going to go ahead. Stephen yep. will lose and Ollie will win. So there we go. What That's are your thoughts on, My, on the City Spurs yeah, game? Come on, you're chairman. You've got the I'm casting the vote. I, yeah, I've got the casting vote. I'm, come on. I'm, I'm with optimistic Ollie. And? You're going to win. A single goal. Okay. And how about for the Arsenal game? I'd Arsenal. love it to be a draw. Okay. So I'm going with you, Ollie. Good. We're agreed. Good man. We'll come back next week and see who's right. Uh, then we play Chelsea in the FA Cup with this weakened team. And I'm, you know, we've, we've well, touched on that a little bit. And I'm struggling to see how, with a weakened team, we can go to Chelsea. Well, Yaya will be playing, won't he? So. <laughs> if it's a weakened team, a weakened team would be Captain. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But I don't want to go through doing all these different predictions because it's a bit boring, yeah. isn't it, really? So yeah. It's, but, uh, True. Any thoughts on this weakened team? Well, it's going to be a, a team of kids. If he doesn't want to play anyone who will play two or three days later against Kiev, yeah. then it will be a team of under-18s, under-21s, because everyone else is injured at the minute. Yeah. I'm sure players like Delph and Fernandinho are fit and the centre-backs are fit enough and, and can play, but he's already made a few strong noises that he's not going to play them, in which case you'd have thought we'll, we might suffer a defeat in there. And then we've uh, Dynamo Kiev back in Europe, back yeah. in the big time. Yeah, yeah. No comment. <laughs> Are you just going to sit here? No, and say, I, I will the game take place. Will it be played? The game will be played. There will be spectators there. 
apparently, because they've, they've um, lifted the ban on spectators, oh, well, as we know. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So some of our fans can go out there and see it. That's good. But, um, but it won't be you, though. You'll be too I think busy. we might, with a bit of... You'll be in a darkened corner. There won't be any Etihad-type Etihad pressure out there, so maybe we'll go and do a severe out there. Who knows? I hope so. That was you, the only time we've played well in the Champions yeah, League absolutely, this season. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You, you off to Kiev, are you, Ollie? I'm not off to Kiev, no, but I will be watching it. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm not in a position to probably comment about Kiev yet, but I'll probably take some of the players' attitude and take each game at a time, and let's get the, <laughs> let's get the next few out of the way first. Very sensible. Very good. And then the Capital One Cup, then. One off. One it's off. One off. Against and Liverpool. we will definitely beat Liverpool oh because God, they he's... are poor. They're so in and out. Back in the room, Stuart Broskin. Yeah, we're here. I'm back. I'm back. But that's, that's the game we're going to win, of all the games we talked about tonight. Do you not agree? Ugh, it's, who knows? Arsenal, when Arsenal beat us in the league, they 2-1, I think, they yeah. look brilliant. They've gone and got three points from the next four games. Liverpool beat us in the league 4-1, thumped us, were brilliant, yeah. and have been fairly rubbish They've ever been since. modest since, yeah. James Milner winner. Oof. Oh, we know what you're going to say, Ollie. City um, win. Yeah, I think we'll beat Liverpool. I think we'll beat them. In an ideal world, half of their fans won't buy tickets because they're too expensive and we'll, there'll be more of us than them, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens at the end of the month. I think we can beat Liverpool there. I just want to finish, and we did touch on it earlier on, just a lot of last week's show was about Pep because the news had just broken just before we came on air. But I think we just want to, and we've touched on it briefly today. In terms of strengthening the squad then for next season, and there's been a lot of talk sort of about the current squad and where we are and sort of certain names have popped up and so on. World-class players of you know, tens of millions of pounds. and so on. Any thoughts on the speculation and, and what you'd like to see in terms of next season? Because we've already talked about the back four. We've always talked to a number of midfield players, ageing midfield players. Who, who are your particular favourites? Because, as we know, we've pretty much got an open checkbook. You know, money isn't necessarily going to be any, any barrier. Yeah. Um, who do you think Pep's got his eye on, or, who, or more importantly, who, do, who would you like to see? Which areas and which particular players? And any any thoughts at all? Anybody on that at all? Well, we need a centre back or two centre backs. We need another a backup goalkeeper. We need um, another striker. I would say we need to get rid of Bonnie. We need to get rid of Mangala. We will probably get rid of. Um, I don't think Otamendi will stay. I don't think he's a Pep Guardiola type player. Um, I don't think any of the fullbacks, maybe Sanya will be around or Clichy, but Kolarov and Zabaleta won't be there. Um, Navas might be on his way. Um, as I say, Bonnie, uh, don't know. Um, uh, there will be lots of changes, I'm sure of it. Individually, yeah, I think you've, you've yeah. said all the right names. I don't think we're going to get rid of 10 players and bring in 10 new ones. No. But. Centre back, absolutely. Full backs, I think all four of our current full backs yeah. are, are at least 28, 29. They're all vulnerable yeah. age wise as well. So it's an, an aging squad. Then, I mean, also, sorry, you carry on. I was just going to say quickly the English players side of things is, is something we do have to consider. Yeah. To that extent, potentially Clichy might get a, a stay of execution because he counts as English. Yeah. Oh, Torre won't be. And the kids, right. actually, Guardiola will give the kids more of a chance. Someone if like Angelino, I think, is brilliant and, and should be ahead of Kolarov in the pecking order. Yeah. He's a pet player, goes forward technically brilliant. He'll get an opportunity in the way that he hasn't had so I far. I like Barker as well. I think he's very, very good. 
Ollie, any 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 sort of names that, you, that you'd like to see coming in? I think all I going. Think, I think I'd like to see Pogba come. I know we've tried before. I think Pogba's a perfect replacement for Yaya. Yeah. I think, as we've all said, I think this, you know the defense is sort of a weak point. I th- we we know that Guardiola likes to play with two very qu- quick wing backs. He likes an Alaba figure or someone like Jordi Alba or something. And actually, if you look at our wing backs. We've not got a Jordi Alba or an Alaba. And I think there's a central defender that's going to need to come in. Uh, hopefully, company will be fit, so he'll stick. And I think he'll have another partner next year. Maybe Otamendi will be a, res- a reserve player. I think Bonnie needs to go, to be honest. He's not really done it. Um, Denier, so. presumably, will come back into yeah. the squad to replace yeah. Demichelis. Yeah. Whether Denier and company... Are your first choice? Probably not. Can we not. trust company with all his injuries? Well, I'm, I'm, John I'm, Stones, I'm, I'm, it seems a pet player. Likes to come out uh, from defence with the ball. I think you're right. I think it's a huge question marks about company now. I think yeah. his injuries gone I mean, on and on and on. Guardiola must have had a look at the medical reports and he I'm sure. But I think he's also probably got a, a position for life at City Company. Oh yeah, I'm not saying he'd yeah. be thrown out of no, the no, stadium. No. Same with Zabaleta, actually. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say those two will yeah. be our ambassadorial players yeah. or somewhere yeah. around. So when you go for hospitality, you'll get companies serving you your coffee. What are you looking at me for? Maybe what? when I go for my hospitality, what are you trying to say, Stuart? No, at, at the stadium. When, when one goes. When, when one goes, you mean, as opposed okay. to when you go. All right, yeah. when you go. Yeah, I'm in the Colin Bell stand okay, on I Valentine's know, Day, know, just know. so you know. I know where one. you are. I okay. know where you are. <laughs> yeah. You know where to find me. Yes. Listen, it's been... Uh, well, I, I, on one hand, it's been deeply depressing having you, Stuart. Thank you. But actually, on the I'm other hand... I'm glad I've lightened the, the, the mood It's been refreshingly positive and optimistic having Ollie Black on his debut. Thank you very much. And as me. always, the eloquent, the articulate Stephen Allwise. <laughs> thank you very much. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It's been great having you here. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.